So do you believe, do you like nap? Like, do you believe in them or no? I wake up tired. Uh, from naps? Yeah. Well, check this out. Wow, look at this. So check this out. I read, <laughs> I read another article and it said, um, it's like a cappuccino nap. Hello, welcome back to the Widener World of Sports podcast for our second episode of season two. I'm your host, Greg Spicka, the director of athletic communications here at Widener. On this episode, we're joined by Jordan Downs, head strength and conditioning coach. Elise Daniel, junior. I'm on the track and field team. Miles Colderbank, sophomore on the baseball team. This episode, we'll dive into sleep, nutrition, and burnout within college athletics and everyday life. And we'll hear some thoughts from our strength and conditioning coach and two pride student athletes. Jordan, I also hear that we celebrated a big day yesterday. Happy belated. Thank you. Thank you. Greatly appreciated. I hear someone did something in yeah, your the, office. Yeah, the whole office got decorated by multiple people. I think it was probably like a 12-person job. So those 12 people, greatly appreciated. <laughs> it was it was an awesome gift to walk into. Got my, uh, my refrigerator wrapped in newspaper. I mean, not newspaper, in gift wrap. So um, it was definitely it was definitely a fun experience for sure, but um, yeah. So I want to I want to start the conversation off with knowing that you both play, well, both participate in sports that are longer in duration, right? So as far as keeping yourself mentally locked in, uh, kind of avoiding the burnout fatigue mentally during your sport, what are some things that you both do during? the entire time of your sport while you're waiting for the, either the next at-bat or the next the next race? I mean, we always got, like, snacks in the dugout, stuff like that. Yeah. Rachel's always down there with some candy granola bars, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're between at-bats, trying to, like, you're feeling a little tired or something like that. Yeah. Dude's always got energy drinks on the bench and stuff yeah, like that. So they got it all. It's, <laughs> it's all there. It's all there if we need. Yeah, yeah. And at least what about you? Um, I feel like everyone on my team usually like splits up and we all listen to like music. We yeah. all have our own like special little track meet playlist that we listen to. Okay. Okay. And I know I don't like to talk to anyone before between my races or like mm. before meets or anything because mm. like people just talk about anything. Yeah. So you kind of just have to like keep to yourself sometimes. Okay. So do you think your your personality of keeping to yourself before like a race, even no matter how big or how little kind of reflects your overall personality. Like as far as like just being an athlete, do you know what I'm saying? I feel like when I'm not at meets, I'm a little more outgoing. Okay. <laughs> so it's just like, it's like kind of like two different releases in a sense, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then for you, Miles, I know you said, uh, yeah, a lot of people, as far as like being in a dugout, you guys are snacking. You got Rachel looking out with the fruit yeah. gummies and stuff like that. Um, as far as nutrition goes, um, what do you what do you typically see done before? Like, say if it's a away game, before you even get on a bus, what's typically the go to meal for 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 miles going to a away game? A long a long away game night, not not something twenty thirty minutes down the street. Like a we got a two hour bus ride. What are we typically getting? So I mean, baseball is a very superstitious sport. So okay, you see guys eating the same thing every day yeah. on the way to a game in the locker room yeah. stuff like that so i mean if we got a if we got a long day i mean kind of depends because like if it's on the weekend we got a long day I'm, we're leaving bright and early 7 a.m so yeah. maybe like 
maybe like a bacon, egg, and cheese or something. There like we that. go. There Doesn't doesn't matter where the bacon, egg, and cheese is from. It, usually a Wawa sizzling. You can't go wrong with the red box. Can't go, you can't go wrong with the red box. I mean, since they closed it down now for a year, I'm not sure. Not sure if I'm going to be traveling. Yeah. To a farther Wawa or what well, the deal's going to be there. Well, I'm assuming because you're a superstitious person, right? I just realized too, like I went to that Wawa as well to retrieve some things, and I I realized this week, like, whoa, where does Wawa be? I was I was like, where did it walk to? So, um, but I I think uh, for you, right? So as far as the Wawa Sizzly. Um, do you th- ever foresee it potentially changing? Or is it like multiple sizzlies or just one? Usually just one. Okay. All right. Nice and easy. And then what are we getting on the side? A nice a nice beverage or anything or no? Probably an energy drink. Okay. For okay. The most part, maybe a chocolate milk if I'm feeling it that morning. You, you know, a chocolate milk could also, you know, I think that would probably help you the most as far as like your sport being longer in duration. Yeah. And then I know at least we, before we even got on air, we were speaking a little bit about um, your team's habits as far as like nutrition goes i don't know what if you want to mention uh what you guys typically do before before meets what it, what does that look like typically so usually the coaches bring us dunkin donuts and i feel like everyone gets like the same thing what you said the coaches yeah that's some that's a nice coaches that <laughs> that's a nice coaches that like me i take all the glazed munchkins there we go and i know like some of my teammates they eat the same thing it's like a blueberry muffin or a chocolate chip muffin yeah, before yeah. we race. Yeah. It's really superstitious. Like, everybody eats the same thing. Yeah. Even the night before. Like, yeah. Now, I would so say, right? So, you, we obviously know your sports, both of your sports are longer in duration, right? I know you mentioned, Miles, briefly that you may eat something before an at bat, right? Or is, is that is that the case for you? I mean, it's or you, it just depends on the day. Okay, it's never okay. like a, I need to eat this before and at that. Okay, it's, okay. It's my stomach. My stomach's turning a little bit. Okay, so let's see. So same thing for you. Would you ever eat something right before a competition? Like maybe a few, well, not a few minutes, but maybe like let's say half an hour before. It's probably really bad. I don't really I eat, eat at meats. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you typically. So I was actually reading this article um, from the Gatorade like Sports Institute, and they came out with these different like guidelines for athletes right like four hours before like competition to like they broke it down from four hours to essentially like 30 minutes and um the biggest difference i seen was like four hours before so in a sense before you get on the before either one of you get on the bus um and before you compete they were saying like eating like chicken alfredo like yeah i look (laughs) chicken alfredo or like um, spaghetti and meatballs, you know, it was like a pretty hefty type of like, but I'm assuming these people were probably playing at night. I, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you guys would eat uh, chicken Alfredo or stuff like that for breakfast, but I was thinking for this, it was saying four hours before chicken Alfredo, uh, some garlic bread, like a lot of stuff. Right. And then before the actual competition, it was talking more so along the lines of like a quick granola bar, maybe like a fruit, maybe some juice, you know what I mean? Kind of going from there. So I just wanted to see your thoughts between, well, I, I kind of already seen your <laughs> reaction um, of eating a little bit of heavier type of meal. Now, granted, let's say you're competing later in the day, like it's not like a morning type of thing. Um, what are your, both of your thoughts in regards to eating something heavier um, along the sides for prior to competition, like way before prior, uh, competition? No, I mean, if I were to run track like that, I would not <laughs> eat anything like yeah. that. But I mean, 
baseball you're not running as much as you yeah. run track. So, so you you you're open to it then. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Okay. 100%. Okay. All right. All right. I'll definitely pass the message along. And then I have nervous stomach. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, look. I mean, everybody's different. Everybody's totally different, and it's a okay. Uh, but especially like going into the next topic of everybody being different, right? Um, burnout, right? So everybody kind of handles it differently. You know, I think everybody, as far as like being an athlete, it's a little bit more prevalent, right? Because you, you have so many high demands um, in regards to what what you demand from yourself, but also what your coaches demand from you, from your, what your teachers demand from you, what your family might demand from you. So how do you both, like what tactics do you typically implement when you either are getting close. Well, what tactics do you typically implement when you do reach burnout? I like to listen to music. Yeah, you like to listen to music? Because, like, usually I don't really have time to do, like, a lot of things. So, like, my only time that I have free time is when I'm walking down to practice. Are you serious? Really? Okay, okay, okay. And so, like, I put my headphones on and I, like, blast music in my headphones because it's, like, it's relaxing. Yeah. Is there a specific artist that you um, listen to? No, I have like a thousand different okay. playlists. Okay, right, I was just checking. I didn't know if you were if you were going to say Drake. Yeah, there yeah. we go. There we go. That's that's the number one go to. <laughs> Miles, for you, what do uh, what do you typically do? Mine would sort of be the same thing, but yeah. a lot of times, like I do, I don't do like a lot of like work by myself. Like usually, mm-hmm. I'm either with a teammate or like yeah. we're all together. So we're all listening to music together. It's not yeah. just me, mm-hmm. but like bunch of the guys are blasting music we're all like jumping around like, yeah. yelling at each other getting everyone hyped yeah. back up again yeah no i honestly i find it pretty interesting too it didn't it took me until i stopped being an athlete um to kind of realize this because you know you like when you're when you are an athlete you're kind of go 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 right you have certain things scheduled out for you in a certain span of a day as far as like classes practice meetings and so forth um but i realized it's like after right like scheduling time for yourself to actually like all right this is my time to be at least or this is my time to be miles um so i wanted to see um if you were able to kind of have that time for yourself right like say you scheduled uh how long is a practice two hours if you had two hours to just do whatever you wanted to you're still a student athlete of course but two hours to kind of do whatever you wanted to um in the midst of your your college your college student day what would you spend it on? Like, what would you do with your two hours? I'd either be just laying in bed, yeah, scrolling through social medias, yeah. maybe, you know, playing Xbox with some of the guys on the team. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a typical Miles way of, yeah. of relaxing. Okay, yeah. if that's, I got some free time, it's definitely, it's yeah. definitely how it's being spent. Okay, okay, Lisa, what about you? Probably just like watching a movie or something. Yeah, with two hours. Okay, look, that's typical because you know some people like another way this question is typically phrased is like. What's your perfect day? Like, what would you do with your perfect day? And, like, obviously, I, I assume in both of your perfect days, it would be somewhat, like, you would play your sport, you know, interact with people. But um, what ways would you kind of, you know, help yourself? Like, so it's pretty refreshing, you know, like, all right, like, you'd watch a movie. Miles would go ahead and hop on a game, play some good stuff there. Um, and then as far as, like, because you're both, what, you said second years, correct? I'm a Junior? Junior. Sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah. So if you were speaking to, let's say, a younger athlete, maybe like a sophomore in high school or junior in high school, right, what advice would you give them before they get to college knowing the demands um, in regards to, like, being an athlete, preparing themselves, kind of avoiding burnout? 
I would say time management. Yeah. yeah. Number one for sure. Yeah. Time management. Okay. It's a really big one. Like being able to manage your time, but also making time for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are both critical things. I mean, you got to plan time out for yourself the same way you plan time for, for practice, for school, for whatever it is else that you want to do throughout the day. Um, I'm trying to think of some other questions. <laughs> Let's see, I asked you about burnout. We did nutrition. Sleep. 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 Oh, man. So, in a, if there's nothing, if there's nothing to do, right, you go to bed, say 10 o'clock, right, nothing scheduled for tomorrow, what time would we wake up? What would we like to wake up? What time right, would we so like to wake up? There's my, two different answers. Okay, here's my issue. In, in my dorm room right now, mm-hmm. the one wall is a full window. The a whole full wall window. is a window. Okay. So as soon as the sun comes up, it's like someone just turned the lights on in the room. So <laughs> I'm always up by eight or nine. No eight or nine. What. No, that's the latest. You could yeah. you could sleep. Okay. That's okay. how it always, it's always been like that my whole life anyway. Eight, so eight or nine. So I, even, even if you were to sleep later in the night, eight or nine, the latest. Yeah. Okay. 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 I have two answers. Yeah. So... I would like to wake up at like nine thirty. Okay. But some I, I live in a house with a bunch of people. Yeah. And I my room's in the basement, mm-hmm. and so whenever anyone gets up, I can hear them come downstairs. Ah, I see. So I'm a late sleeper, so like I usually wake up at like seven thirty. Okay. Okay. Now, so seven thirty. So okay. So if you had nothing scheduled the next day, I'm hearing that Miles would typically get close to maybe. 11 hours if you go to bed at 10 you get about 11 and then you said 7 7 30 9 okay so 11 now if we do have things scheduled the next day right what time are we typically getting to bed does that make sense yeah i mean it's usually you try to get to bed by like 11 o'clock 11. midnight something okay. like that 11 o'clock midnight. Wait, so what What time's the first thing you got in the morning? Let's say I got 9 o'clock class. Yeah. You got you to gotta get to bed by midnight. Usually. By midnight. And then what time are we waking up before the 9 a.m.? Maybe like 8.30. 8.30? Okay. So right. the alarm once or twice. Okay. All right. You know, that's common nowadays. And then at least. So as a junior, I'm a nursing student, so I have clinicals. Yeah. And I usually have to be there at like 6 a.m., so, I'm usually up by like five, five twenty. Okay, what time are we going to sleep? Like one. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I. So I'm, I'm glad we're having these conversations, right? Uh, so I was, I was doing some more research. I, I typically, when I'm in my office, I just read a bunch of articles, right? If I'm not coaching, if I'm not programming, I'm reading articles. And um, another article said that for student athletes like yourselves, right, it's tough to kind of get a good like they say recommended seven to nine hours of sleep a day but the thing is is like it's a lot it's it's tougher nowadays for example you're you might be sleeping maybe five five hours six six hours on a good day if you if you go to bed right (laughs) good thing i don't have classes on wednesdays and fridays okay yeah so that's so look right so um the article was saying um essentially essentially is like treating the week Right, like you try to get like I think it said fifty six hours or something like that, and it said uh, treating the week throughout 
the entire week, like try to get like your sleep into that bank, right? So if you're able to get nine hours of sleep on a Monday, like Monday night, and Tuesday night, but then Tuesday and Wednesday, you only get like three. It's like, all right, let's try to make it up on the next night or let's try to take a nap here. Have you're trying to get the total hours. Yeah, try to get the total hours. And we, instead of like opposed like daily, because again, like some days, it doesn't, always work, it doesn't always work like that. I know for me. Now, granted, I'm not a student athlete, full disclaimer, I'm not a student athlete, right? But for me, if I have to be up a little bit later, right, I still have to wake up the same time. Like there's no, there's no if ands, or buts about it. Um, so where I typically catch up, you know, get make up most of my ground for sleeping, is like that Friday and the sun, and Friday and the Saturday. Like once I get home, I take a nap, I wake up again, take another nap, wake up again, and then it's like, all right, it's eight o'clock by now, let's go to sleep. <laughs> so uh, those are just a little bit of things, um, but I mean. I hope these are, are cool tips for you guys to kind of carry away from this. But it's pretty impressive, Miles, that you're getting you're getting eight to was it eight to nine hours? Some some days, a lot less. Yeah, I'm okay. jealous. Yeah, I look look, Miles, this, you're doing good. You're doing a good job. At least I hope I hope we can get you. <laughs> we can find somewhere or maybe utilize the nap. But I know some people um, taking a nap could turn into a deep sleep real quick. So um, I don't know if is is that is that your case as far as like taking naps or you just I'm a really late sleeper. So do you believe do you like nap like do you believe in them or no? I wake up tired uh, from naps. Yeah. Well, check this out. Wow, look at this. So check this out. I read <laughs> I read another article and it said um, it's like a cappuccino nap. So like you drink coffee and um, you take a nap immediately after, right? Like you take it, you drink your coffee, you take a nap immediately after. Um, set a timer for like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. And essentially what's supposed to happen is when you wake up, you're supposed to be like double energized because you had the coffee and then you also, you know, like you just got some well rested. So I don't know if you want to try it. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying like this is just information for you to use for your own purposes. But um, that could, I mean, I see you got the, the Frappuccino from Starbucks right here. So I I just figured I'd go ahead and mention that for you. So Got a lot of homework to do. Uh, <laughs> So back when you were a student athlete, oh, man. what was your day like with like sleep wise, eating stuff like that? Miles. How was it for you back then? So I kid you not. So the sport I played was was football. So um, at that time, it was like really like weight heavy based, right? So I think for me, I was trying to eat. I think I didn't have a good grasp on like my nutritional caloric intake that I do now. Um, but I was trying to eat good enough. Like I was in the cafeteria, chicken, rice, broccoli, trying to fill out my plates the best I can, eating like fruits and vegetables, like at every meal, like with like a side salad, like a fruit cup. Um, but biggest thing for me was like, all right, like I need to kind of maintain my weight because, you know, the position I played as well as a running back. So I was spent most of my practice like running around and stuff. Um, so I was trying to like fill my plate the best way I can so I can kind of fuel myself for what's to come on like every Saturday. So mm -hmm. like, um, as far as like Saturday, like, so leading up to the game, I would eat a good amount of food, probably like say if I needed, they maybe like 26,000, 2,600 calories. I was probably eating like close to like 28, 2,800. And then as far as sleep would go, I would actually sleep like nine to 10 hours. Like, yeah, I know. And it was like, it was like pretty crazy though. You're, you're saying nine to 10 a night? Or a night. night before the game? No, like nine to 10 a night. The night before a game, I'd be sleep by like eight. Like, I'd be asleep by 8, wake up, like, 8. 
Jordan was the most well-rested like I was not playing around like I would go I would go back and then it was like I would do like you know like the superstition thing right so for some odd reason every every other day I'm a, I'm a fan sleeper I like to have a fan on like I like a cold room night before a game heat on full blast like not playing I don't know I don't know why I was at but you know, I just he don't fool that. So that's that's what my my typical when I was an athlete, as far as like eating and then like resting, that's what I would typically do. And then the day after the game, obviously that's well the day even the hours after the game, I was so tapped that like it kind of like everything I did from Monday from Sunday to Friday kind of was like expended on like every Saturday. So. Now that that full blast heat, yeah. The night before a game, did that like help you sleep, or like, were you waking up sweating? Like, yeah, I'm wondering how you slept. I don't, I don't know what it was. I just so this is the thing. It was more like I think it was like more of a mental game for me because it was like I right, like if I'm so comfortable being uncomfortable, there's nothing like anybody else can do it. Like anybody else can do to me. So um, I think it was more so that. But at the same time, like I just kind of found like kind of comfort in the chaos, you know. So it's like any little thing I could kind of do to like mentally prepare myself to have like an edge. That's what I thought back then. Like, all right, like I sleep with the heat on. Nobody's sleeping with the heat on, you know, like I, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be ready to go. Or say if it was like, Oh, I remember now why. So if it, if I knew it was going to be a hot game, I would sleep with the heat on and try to get used to the heat. And then if it was a cold game, I would have the AC on full blast and like try to prep myself for the day of. So that's, that's the reason why now looking back at it which is which is pretty wild to say like saying it out loud is pretty crazy to think about yeah. <laughs> that's pretty that's an interesting take right yeah there. you know I had, I had to do what it took i had to do what it takes so this might be off topic but like speaking of like pre like game superstitions yeah do you have one i mean you're always warming up with the same person like yeah having to catch with the same person every game yeah when you go out to the field, you do the same thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's so many that that each player on the team does. Like you can't. Some of them, like I probably don't even know I do. Mm. That I just like just happens every single time I get out on the field. So. Yeah. 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 At least, at least, do you have any? Only one person is allowed to talk to me before I race. Who's that? Like, oh, just in general, anybody? No, there's a specific person. Oh. Because she out. gives the best pep talks. Shout out to that person. Shout out to that person for sure. <laughs> I would say for me, now I got two answers, right? As a coach, my superstition before anybody comes in the weight room, right? I have to tie my shoes a certain way. So like while people are waiting to get in the weight room, it's typically me like behind the door, like tying my shoes a certain way before I, you know, that's how I know like, all right, I'm locked. And once I do that last knot, it's like, all right, I'm locked in. Like this is, this is coach Downs mode. Um, as a player, I would, uh, I was kind of actually kind of like you, at least I wouldn't talk to anybody. Like I wouldn't say anything like headphones in, like just wouldn't speak, like legit wouldn't speak to anybody. Too many people takes me out of my zone. Yeah. Like it was, it was, yeah, I don't know. Like looking back at it, it might've been, yeah, it was kind of great. Like quite a while to think about, but yeah, I didn't talk to anybody like parent, like my mother, like nobody, like nobody was talking. So um, I think in that facet, we do share some similarities as far as that goes. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. You got that one person to give you the pep talk. So yeah. again, like, that's, yeah, I mean, shout out to that person for sure. Um, now, like, like you were saying, you were running back. So yeah. that's definitely a big burnout. 
to yeah. you, like during the game? Was there like a halftime snack you had or something? Or uh, how did you keep up with that? yeah, so I would, I would typically eat like whatever fruit they had in the um, whatever fruit they had in uh, like the locker room. I would typically eat that. Um, but I try to stick like apples, bananas, um, just because like the thing is now looking back at it the electrolytes that I would lose like through sweating and like moving and so forth um I was just trying to replenish the best way I could um but I typically stuck to just water though like I wouldn't try to drink Gatorade or anything like that like Gatorade and then I would eat the fruits and bananas uh during half times um as, term, as far as like trying to recover as much as I can like before going back out so and then I'll do and I know you both mentioned you don't even touch anything in between either races or an at-bats correct yeah, usually not. Yeah. Sometimes here and there. <laughs> Maybe like a bite of a peanut butter and jelly. But a bite of a PB&J? There Our snack boxes. Yeah. Wait, that's a, a snack box is like... We have like a huge bin mm, full of snack good box. things to eat. There we go. Look, there's, there's no good or bad things to eat. You know, there's just things to eat. That's all it is. <laughs> Yeah, once we get to like double headers on the weekends, like Saturday double header. Yeah, Coach Burdick, he always got us with snacks. Yeah, got, so. got you guys with some good cheese steaks. Yeah, like, yeah, some, <laughs> some hoagies, some hoagies, something like that. No, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. I guess I have a question for everyone, but yeah. like, say you're like losing mm-hmm. in the game and you're just so tired. Like, how do you deal with that? Um. So down at the field, between every half inning, we got music going. Like when one team's coming off the field other team's going off going out to the field mm. and usually we got whoever's running the music they know like what songs we got to hear so yeah. if we know we got to turn it up and they put a good song on that mm. kind of switches the mood for everyone in the dugout mm. yeah. no that's some good stuff i didn't even think about that so in a case for your sport at least do you typically know the score before you race so Max is the only meet that we care about scoring for. Mm-hmm. So if we're, like, losing, you can literally tell on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our phones out. We're looking at the live scoring results mm-hmm. every five minutes. And you know when our team isn't, like, where we want to be. Yeah. And you kind of just see people, like, start walking up to each other and trying to give each other, like, pep talks. Like, mm-hmm. say someone's about to race mm-hmm. or, like, they're getting ready to warm up. You just try to talk to them and, like, mm. give them as much confidence that they can do yeah. really well in their race. Yeah. And usually it helps. Yeah. Well, it has helped. Because I was going to say, so in in your case, say there's a there's a turning point that you're about to participate in, but people try to come up to you and, and say something. Are you, where's my one person at? Like, don't get out the way? Or is it more so, like... <laughs> You're, you're listening to every and everybody because I'm assuming you don't have your headphones in like yeah. as you're prepping for a race. So how does that go for you? It's like by now, like a lot of people know that I don't like being <laughs> talked to. And like some people will try to talk to me and I'll like let them. Mm-hmm. But like the one person she knows when I like need. Yeah. Words of wisdom. OK. OK. <laughs> and she'll come up to me or I'll go up to her. Yeah. But. OK. 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 And then Miles, I'm a, well, your sport's pretty unique as well because. You can go from being down five zero, and then a matter of just a few at bats, it can you know be tied up or you know. Yeah. So, for you, um, do you typically do you, what? What do you typically do in a sense where you're like facing a deficit, a larger deficit, like something larger than normal? 
So a big thing that we always say is just pass the bat. So it's like mm. if you're down by like five runs, mm. you're not going to tie the game with one swing. So yeah. it's just try to get on base, let the next guy get up. Get on mm. base, let the next guy get up, and just chip away at it like that. Yeah. So that's a big way that we face it whenever we're down. Mm. That's good enough. I mean, you could definitely use that in everyday life too, like day at a time, hour at a time, yeah. minute at a time. That's some good stuff. That's like some good words of wisdom. Yeah, it <laughs> is. I mean, going off of that, we always say it never comes down to one person. When you're racing? I feel like it goes for every sport. Like, yeah, it's never one person's fault that the team didn't do what they need to be doing. You got a plan. You got a huge plan. I feel like it. everyone has to, like, come together and do what they need to do all together. Yeah. Now you do have a point there. Because typically, yeah, it never comes down to just mistakes. one person. Now, granted, it might come down to one moment. One like moment, a, a yeah. accumulation of, like, the entire day. Like, all right, like, but in order to get there, it does take a group, a team, an effort as far as, like, I think that's the beautiful thing about team sports, though. Like, it's not just going to be one person that's going to either make or break it. But, I mean, there's going to be a moment at some point where it's going to, like, somebody has to win. Right? Yeah. But um, for both your sports, I think the the lessons that you are learning as far as, like, like one, well, passing the bat or it doesn't come down to one person is going to essentially carry you throughout now your professional life too like once you're once the days come to the end of you both being being college athletes um and you do get into a team environment as far as like your work setting and stuff like that it's probably going to be a lot easier for for you both to transition into that because you know you you've had this background experience for what three years now in miles two years about to go you know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's some it's some beautiful stuff that you learn just from playing a sport so it's it's real really refreshing knowing that Widener has some of the greatest student athletes on on the earth's on the earth in period. You know, it's, <laughs> it's great stuff. So, Jordan, Elise, and Miles, thanks for joining us on episode two of the Widener World of Sports podcast. As always, you can check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. To the three of you and everybody listening, happy Thanksgiving and uh, go Pride. <laughs>